0: Hello! Welcome back to the Student Council Show. I am Carter Dvorak, your host on this wonderful episode, which is part two of my conversation with Nathan Newman, the one, the only Nathan Newman. I talked to him last week about his experience in high school, the shoot Club, why he came to the University of Michigan, so on and so forth. And now this week you get to hear about what the origins of Emperor Newman is, our beloved Emperor Newman and some of Newman's, some of Newman's, some of Nathan's great advice for anyone in college, high school, or students in general. If you want to listen to the first part of this conversation, go back to the last episode with Nathan, or just jump right into this one and do it in reverse order. You can do it however you like. Consider this Star Wars. Anyways, that's pretty much all from me. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for coming and engaging with the show. I really appreciate it. On with the episode. that's incredible like that's so cool i just like picturing you and like an army of middle schoolers like we want more solar panels um which is really cool so that's beautiful and is that the origins then of emperor newman the poster
1: Uh, yeah well i kind of like i guess there was some acclaim after all these things that i was going through it wasn't just that i was also well you're you're in the business school do you know business professionals of america it's like a, or it's like DECA. Do you know what that I, is?
0: I, we, we never had any of it. We didn't okay. have DECA. We didn't But have you're familiar
1: with like these organizations yeah. that are out there. It's like the competitive, like you go. Mm-hmm. So I, on top of all this, um, I also was in BPA, you know, and for like all four years of high school and my senior year as all this was going on, I was in their entrepreneurship category where I had to come up with a hypothetical business plan, a proposal create like a 15-page business plan, come up with a presentation, and, um, you know, you basically present to some judges, you know, on your business plan, you go to, you know, the regionals, the states, and then the nationals. Well, as all this was happening with the solar project and with robotics that I was in, uh, I also, you know, I got like first in the state with my business proposal, and then I made, uh, I got... Tenth in the nation for that it, for BPA and all these things together just were like well thank you but like yeah. this isn't like to brag it's just to say no. like all these things happened like within a span of like a month of one another like all these things came together and then it's like all right got a little bit of a claim here so we're gonna refer to myself as Emperor Newman and put it on a poster so we had these like senior wishes like mm-hmm. every senior got to wish you know they could request like a prank to be done request someone brings him coffee in the middle of class you know whatever they wanted so mine was like i'd like a poster put up in (laughs) matt's office till he retires that just is a like a very grandiose epic looking picture of myself with a little like plaque you know on the bottom that says emperor newman on it our beloved emperor newman and it was all you know just me being a goof or whatever right um it it was so funny but I i think it might still be up to this day but uh yeah that's the origin of that
0: it's beautiful i also have to ask before we get into general questions how's matt doing you talk to him at all
1: yeah no he uh he'll check in um like on me you know here like every few months he'll ask how school's going his daughter's actually coming here this year so uh i'll probably be like um you know meeting up with her just to kind of keep her in line you know make sure she's staying out of trouble all that stuff that will be amazing. But, uh, yeah, no, he's a true friend, like, more than than a teacher. Um, So that was, he's doing well these days. I think he's continued on the legacy of that solar project, which was called, I never even mentioned the name. It was called EJ Solar Spark. It's kind of like Solar Spark is, like, the generic name, and EJ is just because it was done in our town. I always had this Mm -hmm. vision. I'm like, if this were ever to pick up, you know uh steam at other schools they they could do their own you know solar spark kind of as an offshoot with their own towns um and ej stands for east jordan that was the town i was from and that actually did start to happen like other schools after they saw us do that they we they started calling us up and we had zoom calls with them and they asked hey how could we do the same thing at our school could you walk us through how you did this and um That was pretty inspiring. It's like, wow, you know, we just did this. We weren't advertising, like, hey, you other schools should do this. They just, on their own accord, were like, hey, this is pretty cool. Like, let's do this at our own school. So that was pretty cool. But, yeah, yeah. so Matt, he he carried on the legacy. Um, The next project he did, he just, like, every other year now, he'll do, like, a big project. The next Mm -hmm. one he just finished was putting up a very – elaborate greenhouse at the elementary school for like you know a very beautiful like gardening and kind of farming like sort of program like a small just kind of educate the kids on um you know greenhouse farming gardening all these things yeah um and they they had like a designer come in create a whole layout and did another fundraiser um so that was, you know, that's probably like the second biggest student led project. You know, it's a, right. he's continued on the legacy, and it's made me happy to see that. But yeah, he's doing well.
0: That's awesome. That is so cool. I'm like amazed by these stories, and it it's, it reminds me of some of the like, by no means anything of like solar spark level, but it, it was it was always cool to to do those projects in high school and really feeling like you're making a difference. When even like like especially if like for those middle schoolers to like. Feel like you're in middle school. It just kind of feels like you just the world is happening to you. were yeah. I felt like I feel like I felt like that way. in Middle school, very young, but like to make such a difference and to be a part of that. And
1: those students were amazing because they really, uh, they they took it upon themselves to contribute and mm-hmm. to be passionate. Like we had, like I can think of a select few in that group that were just as passionate like as i was because i was like yeah. do or die like this thing needs to get done like i love this idea i love what we're doing and they were like driven i mean i remember at one point we had uh like one of the news stations like some of the coverage we got they talked about the project but they forgot to mention the website to go like contribute And so it was like, oh, we did all this marketing, but now people watching this will never know how to find us. And this kid, like, he was in tears when they didn't do that because he was like, no, they missed like the entire point. And that was just like the passion that we needed on this project. And I was like, I was amazed. I was proud. I it was amazing that they were able to do this. And I think it was it's just inspiring because, like you say, when you're at that age, you're like, wow, the world is happening to me. Mm-hmm. But no, these kids got on board and, you know, they got behind this kind of philosophy that, you know, that I adopt, which is like, no, we have to, like, build our own future. Like, yeah. it's in our hands. No one's going to come save us. Like, it's up to us to do the inspiring work. Um, so I was proud of them.
0: Absolutely. And it's kind of cool, too. Like, you have a built-in legacy of the Shoe club, too, right? Or, like, have since it in part with, like, middle schoolers now as they're probably entering into high school they can kind of be mentors like how you and were they to are. them like the yeah.
1: the the like the ones i was mentioning who really stood out as contributors on the project are now the mentors and it's like yeah. it comes full circle you know
0: it is and then one day they'll be guests on this very podcast cuz they'll probably be they something else <laughs> um i feel like i got to talk to matt now um but yeah
1: oh absolutely
0: um, okay, I want to switch into some of just like the general rapid fire questions I like to ask everybody. You've given a lot of just wisdom and pieces of advice, but what was the most impactful piece of advice that somebody gave to you?
1: Hmm. I've definitely received a lot of pearls of wisdom over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I don't know if this was advice I got from somebody, I think I re- would have read it in a book, like a biography. Um but it was to frequently perform a rigorous self analysis, mm-hmm. um, and basically, the day that I started looking like deep within myself to kind of ask the big questions about who do I want to be, like what fundamentally inspires me in life? you know, what do I want in life, and what do I need to change um, in order to get there? like I think that was when my life, like, drastically started to change. Because I almost feel like up until that point, I was almost on, like, autopilot. Like, I was just going about day-to-day life, you know, just kind of on impulse, just doing whatever felt right. And I didn't really challenge myself to identify, like, what are the real driving forces that kind of set a fire inside of me? And I think when I started to, you know, self-analyze, Like, that's when things started to change. And I would recommend that for everybody because, you know, after you do start to ask those questions, then your self-analysis becomes a tool to measure, like, how am I on track to where I want to be, you know, to become happy and be fulfilled. And you do this, you know, frequently enough and you kind of stay constantly conscious and aware of where you're at in life. And I think it's just a very helpful tool because it acts as a sort of feedback loop. Like, you know, you do something you live life a certain way and then you do your analysis and you're like okay what's like an adjustment that i should make to get more on track and i think that that single like um quality of being introspective has been um like the single most important thing because it's about being self-critical you know being Mm -hmm. honest with yourself and i think that that is where i hit a lot of like character growth
0: yeah i really like that because i honestly think that even is different than like self-critical in the like anxiety like it feels like a deeper almost kinder more thoughtful way of self-analysis where it's not just like oh gosh i wish i did this or that or this it's a lot more like sitting with yourself in like a calm kind of like therapeutic sense which is really cool
1: being honest with yourself is not being negative right like that's it's just saying hey i'm gonna be transparent i'm not gonna lie to myself because I know that the best way to get to where I want to be is fully acknowledging where I'm at right now Yeah. Um, so I would say being self-critical and honest with yourself is one of the best things anybody could implement because I think it allows you to set aside your ego, it allows you to think about the ways that you might be wrong in situations, you know, it just, it's just so broadly applicable to mm-hmm. life like in so many different ways that um, I would recommend it to anyone
0: yeah. Speaking of other things to recommend, do you have an ultimate tip for somebody going into college?
1: Uh, now, this is like a highly contested thing. I feel like everybody <laughs> likes to give advice about college. Yes. Um, so, you know, college is an interesting time in your life because there's just so much going on. Um, but I would say make it your goal to meet many people like, early, for like, from the get-go, try to meet lots of people, build relationships, but as time goes on, keep an eye out for the ones that stand out as authentic and in line with the type of friends that you would want in your long-term life, um, because... You know, initially, like I know when I first got here freshman year, I was just trying to make friends with everybody, which was great because I would walk across campus and now I just know somebody everywhere I go. I bump into people I know. But the depth of those relationships was limited, um, partially because I was spread so thin talking to so many people, but also because, right. you know, I didn't quite know who was going to be like those kind of long term friends that were, um, I, I guess, the deep, like, relationships, like, like I wasn't able to identify those, but I started to develop a sense for, like, okay, what types of people do I feel like actually um, speak to my soul and, like, satisfy who I am internally, and do I feel genuinely happy to be around, um, you know, relationships that go beyond the surface level. Yeah. And once you start to gain a sense for that, then you move into the next phase, which is focus on developing your relationship with those special few and building a lasting social circle um, that you can take with you after college. And so, you know, in this phase, I would prioritize the quality friendships over high quantities of friends. Right. Um, because honestly, I, I think... Well, who was it? it was... Um, I think John Lennon from the Beatles said it's not the number of friends. Like, you don't need a lot of friends. You just need the right ones. And I wholeheartedly agree because I feel like I get so much fulfillment out of a select few people that, like, as opposed to just trying to be everybody's friend and give all your time to, like, hundreds of people. So I would definitely, the ultimate tip I would say is, you know, centered around people because yeah. honestly as you leave college i think that that's probably the most important thing you take with you yes. is having a solidified social circle
0: it is because i think if there's one thing i've seen in like the post college world post people talking about post college it's like making friends in your adult life is think becomes significantly harder when Correct. you're not at like a college campus yes. not that it can't be done not that it's like and not that you won't make great friends later in life but like there is just a beautiful opportunity kind of yeah into your it's hands. like what
1: other time are you going yeah. to be surrounded by thousands of people who are your age you know all basically going the same direction in life roughly speaking you know mm-hmm. you're all kind of pursuing the same thing um and you're all so eager to you know get to know new people try new things grow yeah it's like this is the perfect time you know to be meeting new people and build it, finding those friendships um, it's, it's definitely a special thing.
0: Yeah, especially when everybody's kind of been, like, thrown into the same pool. Like, like everybody's kind of thrown into this new world, and they don't have anybody else with them. Like, I always enjoyed, even on campus tours, just being on campus, especially, like, Welcome Week. There's, like, a preschool, like, mentality of, like, I see you, you see me, we're friends now. Like, yes. cool, there we go. And And I like what you say about, like, starting with kind of branching out and yes. making a lot of connections and like almost like laying out all the pieces and then like picking the ones that you really yes relate to from there and also
1: like the best people you'll find in the most unexpected ways like yep. my one of my best friends gave he's like i literally was with my roommate on a bus we'd all gotten drenched by a storm because we were waiting <laughs> at the bus stop and we're all riding back to bursley on north to north campus on this bus and i don't remember we were probably joking about the storm or something and, like, this guy who was just standing next to us, like, started laughing with us. And we all started joking together, the three of us. And next thing you know, like, now's, like, one of my closest friends here. And it's, like, you literally, like, the best thing you can do is just start to train that sort of talk to new people muscle. Like, yeah. it's, like, don't be afraid to put yourself on the line. Say hi. You know, just engage in random conversation with somebody sitting next to you. Because you'll just you'll find like interesting people everywhere you go, yeah. um, so definitely don't be afraid to start to get out of your comfort zone and kind of push yourself into uncomfortable situations. Because over time, you'll it'll become more natural, and that's how you make friends.
0: Yeah. I think college, yeah, it's a college is a great way to practice this in general. I think classes in particular, like sitting down, looking to your left, looking to your right, saying, like starting a conversation with whoever's next to you. Yes. It's a great way to like jump into that, whether it's like a small class or like a massive lecture. Yes,
1: hall. absolutely. Like,
0: yeah, it's really cool. Now, what is one dorm room essential item that you would recommend to anybody?
1: Hmm. So for me... Books on the shelf are an every room essential. Wherever mm-hmm. I live, I always bring like a box of books with me. Yeah. Um, but for others, maybe snacks. <laughs> <laughs> this actually applies to me, too. There was one time last year where I was like, I really love peanut butter. You yes. know what? I'm going to order from Walmart five jars of Smucker's Natural Peanut Butter. And yeah. no, they're not sponsoring this podcast. I'm not sorry. Yet. But uh, maybe after today. Um, but Smucker's. I was like, I'm going to order five large jars of peanut butter to last me. We'll see how many weeks it lasts. And uh, it was also like the protein. I was like, yeah, this is yeah. going to be helping out when I start hitting the gym and everything. Or because I was hitting the gym. And uh, so I just like ordered a bunch of that. And it was, it was just it was so great. You know, you come home. I come home after martial arts practice is like nine o'clock at night. And I would be like, Oh, dining halls closed. Oh, wait a second. I have peanut butter. <laughs> Let's go. So I, I, I don't know. A good, a good, uh, amount of some quality snacks would be good. Yeah. And, uh, I'm going to take this question like a step beyond, not just dorm room, but mm-hmm. like to carry with you on your person. Yeah. I would recommend a journal. Okay. Um, I sing like, that's one of the single most, um, important things that i implemented in my own life was like taking a personal journal with you jotting down your thoughts um it also helps with the self-analysis thing i was talking yeah. about earlier you know just anything and everything that you can put down i always keep it in my backpack um, wherever i go um, just making it convenient so that if a thought pops into my head an idea anything goes in the journal That's cool. um so I, I would recommend that as well
0: I'd say those are all really good recommendations. I'm glad I'm not the only one who had a peanut butter epiphany freshman year. Like, oh,
1: yeah, it, it was good.
0: It was amazing. I was like, I, I made one trip to Costco last year, and I went in there and I bought like I was just looking around at everything, and I just bought like the massive jars of Jif peanut butter. Jif is sponsoring this episode. No, they're not. I'm sorry. <laughs> no. I wish, but it was just like, and I, I still have some in my room this year too. But I was just like. It was great. It was like I could not have asked for anything better. A little peanut butter, like graham cracker action, like late at I've night. I've never
1: tried that, but maybe I'll have to. You know, I, I will say to our listeners, uh natural peanut butter with like the oil that you have to like stir yeah. in is ten times better.
0: Ten thousand percent. Like
1: it doesn't have the vegetable oil in it that you know makes it look all homogenous. Like yeah, you got to stir it, but it's like way better for you. Yeah. Like and it's delicious. So that's my plug. Like,
0: the ones that when you go to, like, a Whole Foods or Trader Joe's or whatever, and they'd have the, like, roasted, like, the roasted nut peanut butter, and you, like, grind it yourself. Oh. Perfection. I need to try that. It's I recommend. I think I have some with me. I can, we can do that after this recording. Um, what is the best dining hall on campus, and do you have a favorite bite from U of M or Ann Arbor, dining hall food, restaurant, any of that?
1: So, this is once again... Uh one of the most hotly debated topics yep. and I find it so laughable because at the end of the day all the dining halls are just slightly different enough to spur heated debate about you know which is best mm-hmm. but in reality they all have their moments but none of them are like none of them are going to be a five star restaurant like no. I'm sorry but you need to set your expectation at about the same level for all of them Um, but I would say, I think South quad is the most reliable when it comes to palatable food. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I think like every time I've gone there, I've been like the food seems like reasonably decent, but I will say like North quad and East quad, both are also contenders for first because they both have, I've had good meals at both of them. Yeah. Um, but even, you know, in terms of best bite on like in dorm like in the uh in the dining halls the Bursley sandwich station with pesto mayo i discovered pesto mayo at this deli station or whatever and it changed my life man like carter i haven't been the same yeah. since pesto mayo that prompted it, a whole new self reflection yes it, i was like wow i've been missing out i think this is like the elixir of life yeah but uh that that was really good um, Ann Arbor, that's a tough one. Uh, there's a lot of good places. This is like a restaurant city. It is. It feels like sometimes, but, um, Frida potatoes was pretty good. Um, good and then day. also, you know, of course everyone is, I, I'm basically like everybody. But I, I appreciate a good boba yeah. tea place. I think quickly was, it's pretty nice. Um, quickly boba, but for food i don't know there, there's so many good places I, I honestly i'm guilty of not getting around to the restaurants as much as i should i've only been to like a small fraction of what i should have gone to yeah. for being here three years now but um the wilderness will be explored it you will know? be I'll, I'll see maybe i'll have to uh circle back to you and tell you at some other point
0: for sure you're a lot closer now right like i feel like it's easier to go and eat in downtown Arbor when you don't have to bus back to 100 percent yeah no keep your eyes out for restaurant week which is probably going to be like early 2024 because like restaurants will do a lot of like oh i heard about this yeah i was i almost missed out i got one i did i went to one restaurant but i'm like this week like this year I'm prepping. Like the moment those reservations drop, I'm just going to book them at as many different places. Wow. Cause they'll do like, like there are restaurants that are usually really expensive. That was like, it was like a meal for two people for like 25 bucks for like appetizer and Amazing. like each get an entree and a dessert. And it was like, and
1: I'll have to like gather up my friends and yeah. we'll just like head out, hit the town.
0: Like I'm thinking some group outings for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now you've showed a lot of really good high school moments and memories, but is there any other memory or moment that like really comes to mind for you?
1: i'm gonna say two, okay, um the first one it kind of ties in like all these um you know like the stuff I already talked about, but there was this night where that it was i I think it might have been the national uh business professionals of america like award ceremony mm-hmm. and I think yeah it was probably nationals but I remember in that night I that was when I learned that you know I won 10th in the U.S. yeah on top of that we had just hit our you know $70,000 mark for the solar project yeah and I'd just been accepted to U of M and it was like all these things came together in rapid succession and I was just like oh my gosh like For being kind of down in the dumps a bit, you know, not feeling confident about, you know, kind of my, like, path in life, I guess, at the the time. I was like, wow, literally everything came together, like, the last minute, and it's all, everything started working. And I was just, this is an exhilarating feeling, you know, to be doing, like, all these things, and for all of them to be working out and being successful in their own right. Um, I was extremely thankful. The other one... Is actually not that different um, in terms of like the sentiment I was feeling. But at, when I was a junior, uh, I was you know on first robotics, which is like the most popular like worldwide known robotics program. Wow! And we were at competition, and we showed up with a bot that was like mm, not really completed because we oh, had no. all these last minute things come up. Uh, and we so we were in the pits, which is where all the teams are gathered. You know. All their bots are there. And we were there... I, I was there till, like, 9 o'clock at night working on this bot. Yeah, Like, we were hours just trying to get this thing working because competition started the next day. And it was, like, a two- or three-day ordeal. And, so, you know, we were getting this thing working. And then we, you know, went back to the hotel that night. And, you know, I remember chilling in the hot tub with the boys, like, yes. all, all the guys on the, the team. And, you know, we were just we were having a great time. But the next day... um, We get to competition now because all these hectic things were happening like you know I I was like kind of helping like as lead designer and one of the builders um, of the bot so I did but I was also the pilot like also the driver of this robot so I didn't have any time during our practice to actually drive the bot or learn the competition like I was just solely you know head down get to work make this machine operate and function. Yeah. Um, Get all these mechanisms to work with one another. And so we got to competition. And, you know, because the night before, we'd finally gotten the bot to work, basically. And it was like 15 minutes before our first match. And I called, like, one of the teammates aside. I was like, hey, can you walk me out to there and show me what the competition is and explain to me what I have to do? It was, like, the worst... Like, th- there were other teams who'd been practicing for months, and I was just like, hey, uh, can you, like, explain uh, how I get points and everything, and I'll just try to make magic <laughs> happen when I get out there in 15 yeah. minutes. And so, you know, we did pretty well, but, um, like, I just remember we kept having issues, like, every single match, something went wrong, and we were failing, 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 going down the leaderboards, and it was it was bad. Mm -hmm. And, you know, things on the bot would break and we'd have to go back to the pits and I'd start, you know, cranking stuff out and just, like, we'd all be working. Like, everyone was just working on this bot to get it to work. And uh, I remember, finally, we'd worked out all the bugs and we had gotten everything to a working state. It was like a well-oiled machine. We, We knew how to work cohesively as a team. And the next day... We won every so we we were chosen by, um. We, we, well, okay, so we won every single match we were in. Like on, it was like two teams with like three bots per team would go against one another, kind of like mm-hmm. on an alliance. And so we would go against each other, and we won every single match that day by like a long shot. And uh, at the very end, like the top eight. Um, teams get to choose two members to join an alliance and then those eight teams go head to head in like the semifinals and qu- quarterfinals all that yeah um and we got selected so like the, the the very number one team selected the number two team as their alliance member so that was like yeah so the top dogs were like and then they chose us as the third member and we're like oh my gosh it's about to happen yeah and so we we're so, like, excited. We're like, this is going to be crazy. So the whole rest of the day, we were killing it. Like right. The three of us, we were, like, we all played our role. Like, we were a great defensive bot. We would pick up, like, you would pick up, like, these foam balls, and you had to shoot them through, like, um, not hoops, but, like, uh, circular holes in the wall to get points. uh uh-huh. And so what we would do is we'd like gather up all these balls and then we'd shoot them over to the other end of the arena. And then we'd have our two teammates pick them up and start. They were like the scorers. Like they were really accurate, precise bots that could just pelt these things through the holes. And so we were just like such a cohesive unit. And then in the final round uh, in finals, our bot, like all three of ours just fell apart. Like we were they were exhausted bots. And so, like, I remember, like, the, the the buzzer went off, and I went to start driving, and a pneumatic piston just, like, fell right off, and just, like, came off the bot and started dragging around, and, like, bumpers were falling off the sides, and then <laughs> one of the other teams was having issues with their code, like, the programming just wasn't working, and uh, it, it was just, it was a mess, and we lost, but, like, it was just such a an amazing experience, because... To, like, be going downhill all day, one day. Right. Failure after failure. And then the moment when everything starts working, it that's, like, one of my favorite feelings, like, ever. It's, yeah. like, when everything starts, to, like, the tide starts to turn, I guess you could say.
0: It's such a great feeling when, yeah, when something just clicks and everything else just yes. kind of goes from there. Yeah. So cool.
1: Yeah. That, that was a good memory.
0: Now, those are all amazing stories. One of the last questions... Do you have a song that got you through a period of school, a song that you would add to a school survival playlist?
1: Survival. Ah. I don't know. I'll I'll just say that the movie score, have you ever seen Interstellar?
0: I've not seen Interstellar. Okay, I highly
1: recommend it. It's probably no, no. my favorite movie. Um Christopher Nolan, yeah. the director, amazing guy. Um but that the score from that movie was like at the core of my last 2 years in high school. Um you know, because that was, like, when I began to, like, relentlessly pursue kind of, like, the core things I wanted to go after in life. Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, when it came to, like, science, engineering, trying to you know, make a huge contribution to clean energy, all that stuff, I was, like, starting to consolidate and direct everything in my life just just towards those things. And yeah. that, that, like, soundtrack directly speaks to, like, my natural curiosity about the world and you know Mm -hmm. the universe and all these things and uh, i I would definitely say that it's like one of the most kind of inspiring um, soundtracks ever and it kind of helps keep me centered and i still enjoy listening to it um for survival ah, through school ah, i don't know i listen to too many songs it's hard to even name one now yeah I, i think i just have entire playlists that get me through but uh I don't know. Do you have a favorite song?
0: Oh, there's a lot of them. I mean, I've, I've, I've put together this list so fast everybody. So there's so many different songs on here. I feel like for me, depends on the moment I'm going through. Yeah. Um, I remember last year when I was in the middle of like club recruitment and it was like things were kind of getting hectic. I went into like, like I did like Without Me by Eminem a lot, like going oh, to like yeah. interviews um, <laughs> or like All Right by Kendrick Lamar were like on repeat a lot. I love movie scores, too, though. Like, whenever mm-hmm. I'm, like, writing, like, an essay or anything, I'll usually do the score to Only Murders in the Building. Huh. Like, that's a good... That's just... It's, like, a murder mystery, but, it like, for whatever reason, I like the music from it. It just really helps, like, gets me into a space where I can write and kind of get into that focused spot. I'm trying to think of other ones. Um, oh, are some big ones. I listen to, uh, like, Jack Sparrow's theme from Pirates oh, of the Caribbean yeah. on campus I, a lot. There's,
1: there's definitely a Jack Sparrow within me. Oh, like yeah. I... That will be. That's one of my morning alarms. Actually, I just th- like that intro scene from the first movie. Is he's yeah. like going into the port with like a sinking ship? Like that's just like one of the most iconic things ever. I yeah. just I love Jack Sparrow so much, man. Me too. But <laughs> those movies are oh so my God. good. Um, but you know, like you mentioned, like Eminem. Like I've definitely got songs for different things. Like yeah, you know, the gym playlist is oh, varied. Yeah. Um, th- like there's definitely many different songs. Um, but it's it's funny you mentioned Kendrick Lamar. He's, like, I think got to be one of my favorite uh, rappers, like, yeah. in modern day. But good stuff. I don't know enough of his music, but it's
0: always, like, it really evokes a certain, like, when I need that energy, it's, like, that's what I need to go to. Yes. Oh, and Post, Post Malone. Most recently, it's been, like, Post Malone and then the Metro Spider-Verse album. Huh. Like, both, like, that's such a good album. So it's, like, Metro, but all these other artists are on it. And then, yeah, I saw Post Malone's show over the summer and I've been kind of obsessed ever since. So those are both cool. That's so cool, man. Yeah. Now, final question. What would you tell your freshman self in high school and your freshman self in college?
1: Okay, high school. Freshman me was... Uh, didn't have his stuff together entirely. So I think... Mm-hmm. That, hmm. All right, I'm going to talk to my, myself here. I'd, I would say take some time uh, to kind of stop everything, uh, dig deep within yourself. Mm -hmm. I I, I would ask yourself the big questions about, you know, your life. Who are you? What do you want? Um, find your inspiration. Uh, let, let your curiosity flourish. There, there was kind of this realization I hit later, which was like, you know, you really can be anything and anyone that you want to be. Um, you're the, like the only thing that has ever truly stood in your way mm-hmm. um, from living the life you want, at least when it comes to becoming the type of person you want to be. Like, you know, there's right. nothing stopping you from making changes and personal changes, that is. So I would mm-hmm. tell all those things to my freshman self because, you know, in hopes that I could hit that kind of inflection point at an earlier date rather than at the end of high school. Right. You know, just get on my path that much sooner. Um, and then college. I actually uh, I, th- I, th- I thought about this one a bit. So I would say don't spontaneously give up all your time um, each week to kind of unplanned activities. Um, identify like the core things that you would truly want to spend your time on most. Um, then focus all your efforts on getting your work done early so that you can truly, do the important things. Yeah, um, you know, don't be afraid to say no when others request your time. Um, for your time is like always going to be limited, both now and like in the life ahead of you. Um, you know, it's it's very good to be spontaneous, but it's also important to take care of the things that you care about most first. Yeah. Um, so I would say like it's your life, and it's yours to decide how you wish to spend it. So don't be afraid to take control of that.
0: I love that yeah it's almost like i feel like this kills fun like it's like you almost want to like build spontaneity into your calendar in a weird way like prepare for it and let it happen but also not to any detriment
1: yeah like i would describe it as you know be spontaneous but also make sure like you're with the right people when you do that like maybe try to allow time a lot time for surrounding Mm -hmm. yourself with your close friends yeah and then you know see what happens from there but just making sure that you're not sacrificing the things that you want most for the things that you want at the moment which actually i think is might be a quote by napoleon but i can't remember it's a
0: good quote regardless of who it's from i'm not sure napoleon great emperor newman um i didn't say him.
1: great emperor newman he was probably a terrible emperor um, but he was emperor, self-proclaimed, nonetheless.
0: I mean, he raised seventy thousand dollars for solar hey, panels. Yeah, he didn't
1: raise the team. It, raised. It, he was a of course a team player. Yeah. But uh, the the team definitely they they did equal amounts of work. He was a team one. emperor. Team emperor. We're yes. all emperors here. Yes.
0: Yeah. Well, that was incredible. That brings us to the end of the show. Thank you for coming on. Thank you, Nathan brother. Newman. Do you have anything you want to plug, share, promote? send anybody to peanut butter
1: peanut butter yeah, smucker's natural peanut (laughs) butter uh i I hope that they do sponsor me for saying this yeah that's the plug um other than that i would just uh you know thank the listeners and um good fortune to you all go be be anything that you want to be that's my like there's really nothing standing in your way so I'll leave it at that, man. Thanks for having me, Carter.
0: Thank you for it's coming on. It's been
1: a pleasure. David. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for listening to the listeners for
0: another episode of the Student Council. I have been Carter Dvorak. That over there has been Nathan Newman. That over there has been Jiff and Smuckers. They've been here just in the background the whole time. If you want to find us, our Instagram is at stucopod. Our email is stuccopod at gmail.com. Wishing you the best of luck and the best of times. In all of your educational endeavors, you got this. And also, the student council is adjourned.